Hi, hello and welcome to Youth Updates, a regular drop of info to help keep you in the know when it comes to youth culture. It's Christmas! Well, kind of nearly, this is our December of 2023 podcast. If you're listening in December of 2023, Merry Christmas. If you're listening sometime after Christmas, we hope you had a lovely Christmas. Also Merry Christmas, just for the next one. For the next one. We're just really early. We're just really early for 2024 if you're listening to this after December 2023. Yes, indeed we are. So you are joined by myself, I am Beth. And I am Hannah. And we have got three drops of youth culture info for you guys today and of course our word of the month amazing so let's kick off our festive special it's not really um kind of festive things but we're still going to talk through three different topics and the first one is a trend which is thinking about the obsession with skincare for kind of lots of teens and preteens and mm-hmm. i guess we can link it into christmas by saying lots of them might be putting skincare on their christmas list so they many. yeah they might be asking for it um and that might be uh yeah things that are appropriate for them but also like lots of young people are kind of after skincare which isn't necessarily kind of appropriate for them and their like kind of skin when it's younger and stuff like that um and whether that kind of is fed into by the pressures from social media by how mm. many beauty brands and things like that that you see on social media so um there's kind of lots of brands that young people are kind of looking into asking for and wanting to buy for themselves as well so things like drunk elephant bubble uh one called the ordinary which is actually targeting teens kind of mm through their advertising on social media um yeah you kind of had a bit of knowledge about some of them didn't you beth about kind of what they're about oh yeah i mean some of these are just really expensive first off they're like luxury brands so like the ordinary you can get in like you know boots for like Mm -hmm. 10 pounds or less but things like drunk elephant can be like like 50 pounds yeah for like especially at the moisturizers really popular amongst like preteens teens it's like a little pump one and it's like gone viral and things but i think is this thing like we were talking about before the podcast where some skincare stuff is like fun like face masks moisturizers mm-hmm. oh when when you're at a sleepover and you and your mates do like a face mask yeah that kind of vibes um and but then there's other things like um serums so i mean some of you out there will know what these are some won't but it's just like something extra that you put on your skin but these they they they're mark they're made for mature skin or mm-hmm. at least older skin so then the danger is that younger teens or preteens are watching older teen or young adult influencers or my skincare routine what i do in the morning there's lots of people doing that yeah their yeah. skincare routine online and they're picking up on like the acid ones mm. like salicylic acid and all of this mm-hmm. sort of stuff um but it might not necessarily be healthy mm-hmm. for their skin so they don't necessarily know what they're doing with yeah. it and so, a lot of those projects are about projects products are about kind of like rejuvenation and helping like maybe the elasticity in your skin and stuff like that Mm. and actually like when you're younger that's that's pretty good anyway that's not massively something that you necessarily need Mm. um 
we were looking at another one which has kind of been targeted towards young people which is Florence by Mills so that's um, Millie Bobby Brown yeah Millie Bobby Brown's um, kind of skincare and beauty brand so if you don't know her she plays Eleven in Stranger Things which is a massive TV program Enola Holmes as well also Enola Holmes yeah those Mm. movies as well Um, and yeah she's kind of created this this beauty skincare kind of brand and the colour of that as well is very much to like appeal to young people like you read that kind of like Mm. it's the colour of the year for Gen Z is what they oh, said. Oh, is it? That's great. Mm. So it's kind of like this lavendery, purpley kind of colour, which ironically is kind of the colour of my childhood because <laughs> my bedroom was very much that colour of like, you know, the groovy chick bang on the door yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was the colour of my bedroom growing up. Um, so it feels like we've moved back around to, you know, when things come back in yeah. like after a while. Um, but yeah, there was kind of like some skincare things on there, kind of, kind of those fun things that you mentioned, like peel off masks, lip scrubs kind of the fun skincare without the kind of like harsh chemicals Mm. as well and she did a little like kit at one point I was scrolling through her Instagram and she did a little kit which was named after like her younger sister Mm. and had like a picture of like it might have possibly been her younger sister or like a young girl kind of using it so it is very much targeted towards Mm. the younger demographic as well not saying that older people can't use it at all they're totally welcome um but yeah kind of just something that we've been uh exploring is how much kind of the younger generation really start early on caring about their skin and skincare. But I think it's interesting though as well because it's like how, where, where like especially like the younger people, like 11, 12 year olds, like where are they getting the information that this is something that they need or want in their mm-hmm. lives? Like I remember my mum just shoving a simple moisturizer at like literally the, like the brand simple not sponsored. Um, <laughs> at us. I literally use like Asda's own brand. Yeah, and and that was kind of like it for most of my teen years, and maybe some like good face wash for teen skin, mm-hmm. and that was literally it. But like younger and younger, and there's like kind of been a bit of a trend on TikTok where parents have been sharing their teens and preteens Christmas wish lists, and oh, wow. loads of them have had skincare on them. Um, but it's like, yeah, like, do they actually know what the skincare is? Is it just because it's trendy and so that they want to use it? Um, and is it just fun or is it actually like a, an appearance, an self-conscious mm-hmm. thing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think like what we were saying, those people doing their skincare routine online has been probably a massive, a massive part of mm-hmm. it and a massive influence. But yeah, let's move on to our next topic together. Yes, so this comes under our faith in spirituality, uh, which is that there has been a report showing that spirituality um, and religious activity positively impacts mental well-being. Lovely. Yeah, so this um, was done by the company Gallup. So they researched into faith and wellness, the connection between spirituality and well-being. Now, when we talk about in the next bit, this isn't just specifically Christianity, though obviously that will play a part of it. It's just kind of general faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff but it's still really interesting to look at especially when we know that mental health and mental well-being is such an issue with young people yeah to hear some stats on this stuff mm. and to hear some really po- to hear some positive yeah. stats yeah yeah yeah, is yeah really really nice because i think often i think sometimes we can like i think there can be a misconception that faith can be bad for your mental health or because you're consistently told that you're messing up and doing things wrong and and i know that's been a conversation um that has been going around in the past but this report basically um said a whole bunch of really interesting things so it said that they tend to have better outcomes when it comes to like general enjoyment in life things like feeling respected their social life their optimism um community they were about on par with 
those who aren't part of religion for things like suffering but that checks out because being humans being human yeah do you know what i mean yeah like yeah. just having a faith doesn't stop suffering mm-hmm. um but they pointed out that there were positive well-being outcomes including optimism hope self-esteem and being able to cope well with adversity whereas there were lower levels of depression anxiety suicidal tendencies and psychotic disorders and also the religious involvement has been found to be related to less substance abuse less crime and just generally greater well-being wow yeah i know that's really significant and Mm -hmm. like i think that's really nice to see some some positive stats in this area and you know obviously it's you know like what you said it's not gonna it's not gonna solve anything like everything it's not gonna um Mm kind of change those um things of of suffering that are kind of um yeah just a human kind of Mm. problem but that's really really nice to see um yeah and i think I just think it's interesting as well because I think a thought I had was often you know how we'll talk about how culture within the church walls isn't necessarily the same as outside so Mm -hmm. say for example um if you take not all but if you take your average youth group you are less likely probably to meet young people who are so heavily involved in crime or substance Mm -hmm. abuse or other things Mm -hmm. like you're probably going to find those levels are higher in those who aren't attending those sort of things and often when you talk to youth workers it's young people in the general community that the, mm-hmm. those things come up rather than necessarily in their youth group not now i'm not saying that those issues don't come up in youth group yeah because they're just that do. it's more concentrated outside of the walls of wherever you meet as a church or whatever yeah like if you've got a youth drop in where everyone comes in like naturally you're gonna have a whole range of stuff but i think it is like you mm. know the, the classic stereotype of like church kids are sheltered Mm. that sort of stereotype mm-hmm. but it is also kind of a bit true yeah like, but doesn't it just kind of re-emphasize for us like the importance of like of evangelism and reaching out into yeah. your community mm-hmm. and you know trying to be there for those young people who will be you know dealing with all of these kind of things mm. that we that we kind of discussed and bringing them into your space um you know introducing them to the to the positive things of being in your youth group but most importantly introducing them to jesus as he's the one who Absolutely. transforms and changes lives so yeah, yeah. definitely really so, um, cool. we'll post the link to that as well yeah. on the blog form of the podcast so that is found at yfc.co.uk forward slash youth updates and you'll find the latest episode on there um you'll be able to scrub back down scroll back up scrub find it basically i don't know what words i use then but you'll be able to find it basically on the homepage, Mm -hmm. um and be able to find this episode it'll have the same title as what you're listening to now um and you'll be able to click on the link and look at that report in more detail yeah so then we'll move on to our final topic which is a digital world topic um and we're just going to be discussing for a few minutes how you may already know this but how young people tend to not want to be called and especially not called on their phone Mm. out of the blue Mm -hmm. and i can totally relate to this to be fair like if you see a call out the blue you're not expecting it there's very few Mm. people in my life where if i get a call out the blue my heart isn't immediately sinking so like Mm. if it's my mom or my husband or probably you to be fair beth or Mm. like a couple of other people i'm like oh this will be like a nice chat or it'll just be something chill you know someone else calls you like the the big boss at work or like (laughs) yeah or to be fair my dad because my dad doesn't call me that often like out the blue so i'll be Mm. like what's like what's up and i think it's the same for young people as well so it feels a bit like you're kind of 
if when they get a call out of the blue like like as if someone is kind of intruding in their life like without permission mm-hmm. or there can also be a lot of like phone anxiety as well it can go like a step yeah. further than just a bit of you know discomfort um actually it can really create some quite strong emotions and feelings in mm. young people and um i know for them as well like having to to call other people so things like you know phoning the doctor's office or having to phone yeah, the official something calls. for like school or college like that's really difficult as well i know that like you know people young people that i know have really really struggled mm. with that as well it's just interesting of like what what is that thing with phone calls that kind of creates those feelings but i think as well like young people use so many different platforms to message oh, yeah. whether it's like snapchat or i was gonna say WhatsApp, yeah should we list a few or you know um instagram direct messenger yeah and a lot Facebook of it'll be messenger. like photo messaging or text messaging and you know maybe that the occasional voice note or whatever or facetime yeah or facetime whatever but i think it's i think it's one of those things isn't it like if you give someone a heads up before you call them mm-hmm. they at least like know what it's say, about yeah call me now or they know what it's about like can stuff. i have an agenda for this phone call please yeah <laughs> but i guess as well like i do wonder if part of the dislike of being called or called and announced as well is because their digital world is such a big thing to them but i guess with messages like you reply as and when you're ready mm-hmm. but a call feels very demanding give me give now. me your attention now especially yeah. if you don't know of I it i think it is that imminent mm. thing of it and like i do know as well from like some some of like the young people that like say go to our church and stuff like that phone calls are like a big no no but i think it was interesting because you were saying earlier as well weren't you that like you know they'll chill for hours on facetime with their friends yeah so like um, i don't yeah so i don't know if you guys have experienced this but lots of young people that i chat to they'll be like oh yeah i was on facetime with blah blah last night like we fell asleep on facetime like they will literally call each other on facetime but they won't be like they won't be actively engaged in conversation the yeah. whole time they'll be kind of just going about their everyday life but kind of with their friend on FaceTime yeah. with them. Do you know what I mean? Like that seems very Doing much life a thing. digitally together. Yeah. And I wonder whether it's it's some of this kind of like still stuff from, from lockdown and stuff like that. And how do you mm. how do you connect when you're not there face to face with someone? But I guess that with FaceTime, which side note, if you didn't know what FaceTime is, it's basically like video video calls, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Um other I think that's what's called an Apple. I don't know what it's yeah. called another platforms like android no, or whatever but, they will have but video calls video calls but i think there is a thing isn't it like if you're video calling and you can visually see someone and they can see you it is a bit more like you're hanging out in a room but if mm-hmm. you take away the visual aspect there's more pressure on audio cues which yeah. i think then is a bit do you know what i mean like 100 yeah, percent. so like if you if you're just on on a phone call with someone maybe even if you're like you're on speaker yeah you can't just be going about like maybe you know gaming or doing whatever you're doing to like to chill out they they don't yeah like you said there's no cues that you can't Mm. see what they're what they're doing the only thing you've got is the the audible things that you can hear so i think the fact that why young people are on facetime for for so long is because they can just be physically doing something without the pressure of Mm. of having to say anything or keep up the conversation or anything like that really Mm. i think as well it's interesting as for us who work with young people that like young people probably prefer to have a heads up if you're going to call them yeah but obviously there are like some safeguarding implications to Mm -hmm. that sometimes as well so it's like 
if you find that young people don't pick up when you call them just stuff to do with youth or reminding them of something or you're late for this trip where are you or something mm-hmm. like actually just dropping them a message first might help obviously whatever your safeguarding policies are stick to that mm-hmm. use the diff separate phone or do yeah, it on a group whatsapp or whatever, yeah. or whatever but um but yeah i think it's 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 definitely something i've seen in our young people mm-hmm. where they don't like calls <laughs> yeah absolutely so and i think and i think also like when we were doing like youth work online over lockdown as well like they didn't love like zoom with um with kind of like their camera on as well which is really interesting like because mm. that's almost the same as a facetime but i think yeah just really just weird how it's kind of like slightly different as well yeah interesting interesting but yeah let's move on to our word of the month shall we beth yeah because i think that would be lovely so if you've never heard this podcast before maybe you stumbled upon it we uh kind of let you know of one uh a word of the month a kind of word of uh, that young people use that you might not know the meaning of um but before that we like to sing a little jingle and we never yeah. rehearse this jingle we just see what comes out of our mouths so let's do that in three two one word, word of the month word of the month word of the month yes yeah. you got what, you got where i was going with it. i had that in my head already <laughs> yeah. too jingle bells Telepathic. <laughs> um yes yeah, so word of the month uh, is gyat, yeah, which is spelled G Y A double T. So, um, in slang terms, it's often used as like an expression of like sort of surprise or exclamation. Um, but it's often used to remark. I'm so excited to hear you describe this on a large bottom or Lovely. a curvy woman. Mm-hmm. So it can be used as a noun to say she has a gyat, okay. or it might be an exclamation where they just go gyat lovely and it can be written on social media mm-hmm. it can loud, but that is i was gonna say is. i see it like written more than i yeah. like hear it said yeah yeah yeah. It's de- i definitely think it's more of a written one normally mm-hmm. um but yeah and then we wanted to make it a double special really. double whammy wow so exciting um so basically the other word that we're going to describe we have mentioned on the podcast before on a previous week um not week month but we are <laughs> we are so in touch with youth culture that we have <laughs> already told you this word of the month and it's now become the uh, official. official word of the year um and it's going in is it going into the dictionary I think is it it's that, going is into it that the word dictionary. i think yeah. it is yeah and that word is riz so we've mentioned this word before it's kind of like short for charisma kind of means someone's confident has something a bit about them um and often kind of used in relation to their ability to kind of attract people romantically as well like they've they've got riz yeah um so that's what it means and we've kind of told you about that one before but we are just so ahead of the game that yeah we already told you there you go you can hear it again so we are coming to the end of our time together and we really hope that you have uh yeah taken something on board from what we've said or yeah just that it's been engaging and fun for you to listen to but we'd love for you to follow us on social media we really hope that you have a really amazing christmas in 2023 or 2024 if you're listening Mm. to this after christmas uh but yeah we will see you next year in 2024 for many many more youth updates so see you soon Bye. bye